joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba or Kiluba. May God bless you. Dear highly esteemed online listeners, dear highly listeners who follow us on your local radios of your respective cities, here we are again faithful to our appointment for the proclamation of the gospel. And by courtesy, we greet each one of you in the name of the heavenly shepherd, in the name of of the generous giver of rest. He is the shepherd, the shepherd hmm, of all who are anointed for the servants of God, men and women who are following me around the world. I would love to plant in your memory that he is your shepherd in order to lead you to rest. He knows all the stresses that are imposed on you by the kingdom of demons that are in the respective nations where you are. He knows, he knows, and he's sensitive to that. And that is why he is preoccupied by your rest. One peace like a river attendeth my way. When sorrow like sea billows roll, whatever my Lord, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. It is well. With my soul, it is well. It is well. heavenly shepherd is the rest of all the pastors of the earth. Hey, hey. It is not me who is inventing this. It is the scriptures that says it. Psalm said 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in one. Number one, he makes me to lie down. Number one. This is the anointed of God. The man of war. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Who is the shepherd of the pastor, men and women? If he is the Lord of David, he will give you rest. What an assurance of this man of God. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He is, rest. he is the source of the rest of the servants of God who are confronted with multiple problems, multiple burdens, multiple issues. Despite what you are going through, dear pastor, prophet, teacher, man of God, the Lord is your rest. 
He is your shepherd in order to give you rest. Receive rest in the name of the heavenly shepherd. One piece like a river. He knows how to give you rest. You give you rest in this world. He give you rest even after this life. You are going to be in a joyous rest. Blessed are those who die in the Lord, says the Lord, for they rest from all their works, and their works follow them. He will receive you in rest. But before the eternal rest, He wants to give you rest in this tormented world that is in turmoil. What is your problem? I'm thinking of Zechariah, Zechariah chapter 1. It is a report that the angels gave to the Lord. He says, we have gone across the whole earth and it is at rest. What is your city? What is your nation? If he can give rest to the whole earth, they observe the power of the shepherd who is able to give rest to the whole earth. I don't have time to read it in time. He's not just the shepherd of the anointed. I greeted you in the name of the heavenly shepherd who gives rest. And I have this word of the scripture in Joshua. It does not only give rest to Joshua 21 verse 44. The Lord and again him. Hallelujah. The shepherd of David. The Lord gave them rest all round. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. According to all that he had sworn to their fathers. And not a man of all their enemies stood against them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hands. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel who came to pass. Hallelujah. I'm thinking of this warrior called Joshua who fought to give rest to the sheep. This is powerful. It is in the time of Joshua. God gave rest by the general Joshua. Hallelujah. We do, we do not need titles of bishop, apostles. We need warriors of the Lord who lead the people of God into rest by their battle of faith or their fight of faith. Tell me your anointing, I'll tell you mine. The anointing of David was one to give rest to the people who were tormented by the Philistines. Receive rest wherever you are. Rest by the anointing of the men of God who break the oppression of the enemy over you. I love this word. The Lord, the Lord, and again the Lord, the shepherd of David, the Lord gave them rest all round. Rest, rest. I don't know your problem, but the shepherd, the eternal shepherd is here. I'm thinking at, about the invitation that he made to all. Come unto me, come unto me. I'm, I'm giving you this message, it will help you. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Because I am tender of heart, he is the shepherd, he is the shepherd. 
Come unto me, all you without exception. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden. My brother, my sister, I don't know what is burdening your soul, your spirit, or your ministry. Sometimes you are in a ministry that is very heavy and it is crushing you financially or materially or spiritually or organization-wise. Sometimes the ship rebel. No, despite of this, the Lord is inviting you. Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Because my yoke is light. Hallelujah and hallelujah. The ministry, ministry address, ministry address is a light yoke. That is the work that the heavenly shepherd is giving. He's not only the shepherd of the anointed or the servants of God. He's not only a shepherd of the women servants of God. He is the shepherd who gives rest to his flock. I'm thinking about this. He knows how to lead you. No matter where you are, he will lead you. And I believe it well. In Isaiah 63, he is the shepherd of the people of God. That is why I call him the shepherd. I, I, I love the Apostle Paul, one of his co-workers, Nebos. He speaks of God who brought back to life the great shepherd of the sheep to life. He is risen. He was shepherd, he is still shepherd of his church. He's the great pastor. Isaiah 63, verse 13 to 14. Who led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness that they might not stumble? No matter the difficulty that you are facing on the way of faith, he is the shepherd. I love the song that says, What a joy to walk with the Lord. He will lead all my steps in my life here below. What a joy, what a joy, what a joy. No matter what lies on your way, he remains a shepherd. I will say verse 12, who led them by the right hand of Moses with his glorious arm, dividing the water before them to make for himself an everlasting lane. 13, who led them through the deep as a horse in the wilderness that they might not stumble. 14, as a beast goes down into the valley and the spirit of the Lord, again the Lord, causes him to rest. He will lead you to rest. Hallelujah and hallelujah. The Spirit of the Lord led them to rest. So you lead your people. So you lead your people to make yourself a glorious name. Your rest is the glory of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord led them. Led them to rest. That is why I, I greeted you in my introduction in the name of the heavenly shepherd who gives rest to the servants of God but also to the people of God. No matter where you are, he is there, he is there in order to lead you to rest. I am thinking about you. I am today 
challenging the Pentecostals of the earth. What have you done with the power that God gave you? The power God gave you it is to lead the people to rest like David was anointed in order to break the Philistines so that the people of God may be planted at rest. I'm thinking of the Pentecostal pastor Peter in Jerusalem. He planted the city. The Bible says the church was at rest in all of Judea and was growing by the sustainers of the Holy Spirit. I'm thinking of the churches in Lubumbashi and Katanga. I'm thinking of the churches of DRC, the churches of Africa, of America, of Europe, of the islands. I am thinking about you. I'm thinking about you. I love that you should be at rest as it was in the time of the Pentecostal pastor Peter, you will be planted. God says to David, I took you from behind the sheep so that you may plant my people and they may no longer be agitated as in the times of the judges. The anointing of David was an anointing of rest. And that is why he said to him, you are a man of blood and love, but I will give you a son Solomon. It is Solomon who gave birth to the mystery of total rest. David was a warrior. I'm thinking of what God can do for rest. My message today is entitled, The Gift of God's Rest. Receive this message people of the earth and I love that you should receive the gift of God's rest because he himself leaves in everlasting rest hallelujah hallelujah he is the creator of rest. No one can create the rest of God. That is why Jesus says, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Other versions say, Your soul will find release in God's rest. I love that the man of God, I don't know, but I feel in my soul that through this message, I need to fight in order to release a river of rest for the men and women of God and for the flock of God on the earth because the Lord is the everlasting shepherd. I'm thinking about what is written in Revelation 12, verse 5. The Bible says she gave birth to a son who was shepherd of the nations of the earth. Jesus was born in order to shepherd the nations of the earth, to lead them to rest. What is the rest of the earth? He knows how to lead you into everlasting rest. The everlasting rest is here. It is Jesus. That is why it is written, Blessed are those who die in the Lord. They rest from their labor. In Revelation 6, I believe verse 9, were, the servants of God were decapitated, beheaded, and they said, Lord, Master, when will you avenge our blood that was shed on, on the earth? And once again, the shepherd, I'm thinking about it. What, what does it say? It says in, uh, Revelation 6, 9, it says, 
white robes were given to them and rest was given to them until their number was set. He knows how to lead you. Revelation 6, verse 9, when he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held, and they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Eleven, then a white robe was given to each of them. It was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren who would be killed as they were was completed. Many people say that the days do not think even until the resurrection. They, 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 they sense here they are, they are praying. They are communicating. They are praying here and they were told to remain at rest. Jesus is the shepherd of the witnesses who leads them to rest, not only in this world, but into everlasting rest. The message I'm speaking to you about today is the gift of God's rest. It is the rest of God. Hallelujah. Receive. The gift of God's rest. Because God lives in rest. I'll explain these things to you. Hebrews 4, verse 1, and I will go forward in time. Therefore, since a promise remains of eternity rest, it is his rest. Let us fear lest anyone of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Verse 3, for we who have believed do enter that rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No matter the stresses that you are experiencing, the nightmares you are experiencing, the difficulty you are confronting, believe and hold strong. Your faith will lead them to rest. As it is written, as it is written so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world, for he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in the way, in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place, they shall not enter my rest. It is the rest of God. You will enter this rest. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it, and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience, again he designates a certain day, saying in David today after such a long time, as it has been said today a few years for do not harden your heart. For if Joshua had given them rest, I read this to you. For if Joshua had given them rest, what a general. God needs Joshua's. Give rest to the people. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterward have spoken of another day. There remains therefore rest for the people of God. For he was entered his rest has himself also ceased from his words as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. 
the rest of God. That is why my, my message is entitled Lucifer, the gift of God's rest. Lucifer, Lucifer was the first. And he's listening to me now. He knows what I'm saying is true. Lucifer was the first beneficiary of the rest of God because he was the anointed of God. He could have said like David, the Lord is my shepherd. Lucifer was the first beneficiary of God's rest. Whom God laid into rest. God did not just create Lucifer. But Lucifer is the first beneficiary in Ezekiel 28 God led Lucifer to rest Ezekiel 28 verse 11 to 14 I read this on your behalf so that you may know that the heavenly shepherd is always available to lead his servant Lucifer used to be a servant and a leader of God like David. David was also working at rest. God placed him at rest. Ezekiel 28, verse 11. One of the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre and say to him, That says the Lord God, you were the sea of perfection, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Thirteen, you were in Eden, in rest. The garden of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is powerful. This is powerful. God led Lucifer in his own garden. What a love. And what does David say? In Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. It was in the garden of God where Lucifer also was. Do you understand this? To rest in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. Lucifer was the first sheep of this great shepherd of shepherds. And Lucifer was placed in a garden. This is deep and powerful. We have a great giver who is generous, who gave rest, and is regretting that. He was given to Lucifer to enter in his rest. But it is too late for Lucifer. Or else, if there was still space for him, he would have said, I repent to enter the rest. That is why the Bible says, let us fear so that no one should come late. Like Lucifer, who cannot be converted by my message, it's too late. You were in, the, in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was covering, was your covering. The sardius, the topaz, the diamond, burial, onyx, jasper, sapphire, topaz, emerald with gold. The workmanship of timbrels and pipes. There was beautiful music here. Was prepared for you on the day you were created. Imagine that the harp of David could give rest to the spirit of soul. It means that the heavenly instruments give rest to the spirits in heaven. You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. Lucifer was the first beneficiary of this gift of God's rest. 
he rules in the rest. I love that the men of God, like David, like Lucifer, before he fell down, should be placed in the rest. Is not only the only beneficiary, the second beneficiary of God's rest. It was Adam. Adam is created and then placed in the rest. All is it is God. Like they say in Lingala, this God. I don't know what Lingala and Katanga. It is God who also gave rest to Lucifer. God, Genesis 2 verse 8. The Lord God planted a garden in Israel in Eden, and there he put the man who he had formed, and out of the ground the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from this there it parted and became four river heads. The name of the first is Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Avila, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. Belium and Onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Yom. It is the one which goes around the whole land of the name of the river is Idekia. It is the one which goes toward the east of Asher, and the fourth river is Euphrates. God placed Adam in his garden. God is a source of rest. I want to speak to you about the rest of God deeply. The rest of God. What is the rest of God? What gives rest to God? The rest of God is the company of angelic spirits who do good to him. If you have bad co-workers in your church, you won't rest in your church. If you have someone who loves you, they will give you rest. That is why lovers spend time together. Rest, it is the company of angelic spirits that give God rest. You know why Jesus rested in Bethany? It is because they were in Bethany people who loved Jesus. Those who love Jesus, he who is forgiven more, loves more. There was love, love for Jesus in Bethany. I love that Bethany should exist again for the rest of the men of God. If you have a, a church where the sheep of God are neither hot nor cold, they cannot be rest. Jesus was at rest in Bethany because there were spirits who were hearts who loved Jesus and Jesus loved them. Jesus lives in an environment of beings who love him. I love that my brother, my sister, God should give you rest because you live in an environment that is poisoned by hatred, by backbiting and every dirty thing against you. You will not be at rest. But the rest of God, it is righteous angels who do good to God. I love Psalms 103. Bless God, all ye his angels. He blesses them. He blesses them. Bless God. Bless God. Bless God. These angels bless God. 
baigné dans le repos. Et ce qu'il fortifie comme les vêtements like the 24 living beings and the four, the 24 elders and the four living, living beings who never cease to declare God's holiness. God lives in that rest. It is this company and I, I think that not only the rest of God is the company of angels who love him, who worship him. God is at rest in this flow of worship. When we speak about worshiping God, it has become like something that is not real. Sometimes when I look at worshiping the churches, I can see it as something that is not real. When and I have no rest but you are enthroned in the presence of your people Israel understand that heavenly praise gives rest to God and you choirs worship teams of the earth understand your role it is the rest of God it is Jesus that is prophetically speaking in Psalm 22 I have no rest but you are enthroned in the praises I want to go forward by saying to you that the service that the angels give to God it gives God rest that is the rest of God when God gives you rest he makes his angels to serve you hallelujah and hallelujah Hey, they will serve you. They will fight for you. That is the rest of God. God is served. In Daniel 7, 13, you will see that 10,000 of thousands were in his presence to serve him. It is a river of fire. God is in this rest where he served. God is not only in the rest of righteous angelic spirits. God is also in the rest, also in the rest of righteous, righteous human spirits. What is the rest of God? The spirits of human beings participate in the rest of God. When God says, let us create man in our own image, it is because God knew that God is only addressed by the Spirit of God. That is why God needed someone that is in his likeness to give him rest. God knew that Adam couldn't be given rest by the animals. He needed someone like him in order to be addressed. And therefore created Eve to live. 
Eve is a spirit that is like the spirit of man in order to give rest to man and man to give rest to Eve. So God created man in his own image because he knew that man created in his image was going to give rest to God, not only God, but also to the angels. Some people say you are speaking too many things, Pastor, but this is the Bible that I'm talking about. God would have remained with angels in heaven, but God came down to find rest with man in the evening. As Jesus would finish his work in the temple and he went to find rest in Bethany. Because Adam and Eve loved God, God found rest among them. They were created in the image of God to give rest to God because God can only find rest where God is. And men were created in God's image to give God rest. Or to go forward. That by saying to you that even demons know that man is a rest for spirits. Matthew 12, 43 to 44, the gift of God's rest, you are going to be in the rest. I am not inventing these things, but I'm bringing out in of the scripture these principles. Read the Bible in full, not only reading the blessings. It is necessary for your information. Matthew chapter 12, 43 to 44. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I'll return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it also be with this wicked generation. It is spirits that are finding rest in the human spirit. The man created in the image of God was a rest for God and angels. All can drink from this rest. I am thinking of Satan's answer to God. When God asked him, where do you come from? Satan said, I am from going to and from the earth and from walking on it. So he was, he was, he was rested, he was entertained by the earth. Even Satan finds entertainment besides the people of the earth. The human being is a phenomenal being that God created for his rest, not the rest of Satan. The rest of God it is the angelic spirit. It's the company of the angelic spirit, their service. But it is also the company of the human spirit and their service. And this is the rest of God that he wants to give to you. Man and woman of God, you will be served. I would love to show you these things that human spirits remain a source of rest. When Adam saw the female human spirit called Eve, he cried out, he said, this is flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. 
When Jesus is at the cross, he was without rest. Psalm 22. At the cross, Jesus was deprived of the company of his angels who were now observers waiting for his sacrifice. Psalm 22, verse 1 to 3. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me? And from the words of my groaning, oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you, but you do not hear, and in the night season, and I'm not silent, but you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Jesus is deprived of the two systems of the rest of angelic spirit and of the human spirit. He was called a man of sorrow, rejected by men. I want you to see that Jesus, Matthew 26, Jesus lost Matthew 26, don't you know that I can call my father who will give me in an instant more than 12 legions of angels? The angels in order to give way to demons who are going to make suffer our Lord. That is what the cross is. The cross is the presence of demons. There are some brothers and sisters who can't sleep. They have to drink sleeping pills because they are demonic spirits who take away from them this physical Sabbath. Pray in order to be free from this presence so that you may find rest in the flesh. Jesus says, shouldn't, Can't I call my father who will give me 12 legions of angels? And the 12 represent Israel. In Psalm 22, we have read that I cry at night and in the day I have no rest, but you are holy and I am in the praises of Israel. Therefore, the, the two systems, the praises of Israel and the praises of angels were suspended in the life of Jesus at the cross. The scriptures are completing themselves. This was suspended for a short time. But after that, he was going to experience forever and ever the angelic service and the, and the service of human beings. Revelations chapter 1, verse 12 to 20. When Jesus died, he was deprived from the company of angelic spirits and their service until the time God was going to give that back to him. Revelations 1, chapter, Revelations 1, verse 2. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and I returned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of the seven, lamp, seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, his eyes like the a flame of fire, his feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. Verse 20. 
the mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. Jesus finds again himself in the fullness of the heavenly beings and in the fullness of the church. Call unto God when you are forsaken. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He will not forsake you. He will send. He will send. As he sent the angels for the four corners of the earth around Jacob. He said to Jacob, I will not forsake you. I will increase you to the north, to the south, the east and west. Time is going on to go quickly. With regards to what he received, God can give it to you. When you have many sheep in your church, it gives you rest. Do not allow the human spirit to entertain the world full of stadiums for soccer and for secular music where demons and human spirits find rest together. In order to receive the rest of God, you need faith. The Bible says in Hebrews 4, we who believe, we who believe enter God's rest. There are things in order to enter God's rest. You need faith and obedience to his voice. You know how Adam lost the Garden of Eden because he stopped to obey the voice of God. He listened to the voice of the serpent. He lost, he lost the rest. If you don't listen to the voice of God, you will lose your rest on the earth. Same with, with Israel. Deuteronomy 28. The Bible says, if you obey the voice of the Lord your God, he will give you superiority over all the nations of the earth. He will give you rest all over the earth. I do not fear any nation of the earth as long as I obey the voice of my Lord. That I know that my God will make available the gift of his rest. The angels will serve me no matter where I go. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. They will accompany me because I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. And I would like to say to you that the voice of the Lord in the time of Moses was the law. It was the voice of the Lord from Mount Sinai. But the voice of the Lord with regards to the church is the gospel. The Bible says their voices are going to the ends of the earth. Preach, preach the gospel. You are going to be like Joshua, leading the people of the earth to rest. We do not need the army commander of God with regards to the law of Moses, but we need the gospel that is there to fight against the enemies of the rest of the people of the earth. We did not read this in Hebrews 4. The word of the Lord is sharper than any double-edged sword that is able to divide the feelings of the soul. The gospel is God's instrument to lead the people of the earth into rest. I wish you all rest. May this be your portion. We meet again in this platform for 
This is a school of rest. Come unto me, all you are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Receive my I love this devotion that says, Come to my school, and your soul will find release in my rest. Believe, and you will rest. Amen and amen. Thank you for following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.